Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks. Listen up, Auto Thoughts and Decepticlowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts, a non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And we're a little bit more non-linear than usual uh, <laughs> right now. Not that it actually matters, for the record. It really does not matter. I had to shuffle a couple of things around just because, like... Season 1 of G1 does have a few direct follow-up episodes. That kind of stops happening after a while. Um, but, like, it's, it's, it's everyone stay calm. It'll be fine. Just pay attention to what numbers I put in the Twitter posts. Yeah, literally, you wouldn't. You would have had no idea if we hadn't told you. There's... There's no continuity between... I, I mean, there is continuity between the episodes we've separated out, but, like... It, anyway. It's very limited. It's mostly just yeah. characters being places. Right, yeah. There's one character who we're getting to next week, right? Yes. It's it's yeah. mostly him who's yeah. causing the problem. <laughs> my, my favorite boy. Yes. Like, he's such a good boy, but we'll get to him next week. But this um, week, we are covering two episodes... Divide and Conquer and SOS Dinobots. Um, these two episodes, by the way, uh, we had the question the last week about, uh, or two weeks ago, I guess now, um, about um, my edits recommendations when I talked about the Doctor Smooth videos. These two episodes are the prime bases of my two favorite Doctor Smooth videos, SOS Wheeljack and uh, Shockwave's Burden. So <laughs> I I quote SOS uh, uh, Wheeljack constantly. <laughs> there are so many things I say that just like don't have any context outside of it. <laughs> um, so highly recommend watching that one to get like 50% of my Transformers <laughs> references. Yeah, so... I will have to watch those after. I don't think I've seen those. It's been a while since I watched any. Really? Oh my god, they're so good. My favorite one. Can I just say my favorite line from uh, SOS Wheeljack is <laughs> at one point. You know, Optimus is going around being like, "Why did you make giant fire-breathing dinosaurs and then not give them brains big enough to tell their own heads from their asses?" <laughs> <laughs> and Wheeljack goes, "Simple brains, Optimus." <laughs> And Ironhide replies with by saying, how would you like a mouthful of liquid nitrogen, you asshole? And there's a pause, and Wheeljack goes, I don't even have a mouth. <laughs> it's true, he doesn't. <laughs> it's so good. So, we start off here on Divide and Conquer, and I just have a few questions about uh, this opening here. Oh, she's not done. Oh, there's, yeah, I have questions. Uh, I will say, Divide and Conquer as a whole is the rare Starscream W episode. It is. He's he's in rare form this episode. He re- <laughs> yeah. He really doesn't do anything stupid. He mostly just stands there and sneers at Megatron's failures. He he is mixed between successful and neutral. He starts off... They, the. So the elite trine are on a energon gathering mission, and it goes very well. Yes, I, I, I want to be clear; it goes very well. And even when the Autobots show up, show up, it 
goes pretty well. It goes very well. Now, I, yeah. we should say the, the place they are raiding is a factory, which is making weapons to fight the Decepticons, and I just... There's... There's literally, like, public enemy number one posters of Megatron <laughs> plastered around this factory. It's so funny. This is the enemy. And we see later that these fucking guns they're making don't do shit. So, like, what are you what are you guys even doing? Like, is this, is this just, like, a fucking job program to give people something to do? Because these guns are not going to be effective. Yeah. Uh, also, well, Chip is here. Uh, under, and also, Chip is here. He's under the apprenticeship is... of another scientist who is never named. He just, like, goes from scientist to scientist, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's passed hang- around. He's hanging out. He's he's the <laughs> he's the party, uh, party genius. You've okay. heard of Party Bottoms. He's the party genius. Great. Uh, passed, passed around. Yeah. <sighs> So, so the, the yeah, the elite try and show up, and there's a few things here for uh, it's G one is a series of give and take. Uh, for it gives us Skywarp actually using his fucking teleportation ability. Well, however, it <laughs> however, it doesn't give Skywarp using his teleportation ability. It gives us Starscream using Skywarp's teleportation ability. They got really confused about who was a who in this uh, in this episode because at certain points all of them are color like Starscream. Skywarp is color like Starscream. Thundercracker is color like Skywarp. Skywarp is color like Thundercracker, and then he's colored like Starscream in the next scene. Um, it's hard to figure out who's who, really. <laughs> It's it's like playing one of those games um, on on the street with a ball in the cup um, with someone who's obviously cheating. Yes, it's just, it's just the uh, like, find find the sky warp. It's Sucker, like, that star scream, you idiot! It's like oh wait, now I know that one. That he teleports. It's the only way to tell who's who is, is if he is if one of them teleports. Yeah. Um. So there's like they like handily beat the human's asses that's not surprising and and not that much of an accomplishment no but uh starscream you know opens up a line to megatron uh and as he does that they like finally send an so <laughs> there's they send an sos to teletran one and back at like autobot hq the they're just like they can't find the Decepticons. It's so funny. They're like trying to find the Decepticons, and then they're like, "Found them." They just attacked someone. So yeah, you gotta be more proactive, guys. I mean, like I understand it's hard to keep track of them in their underwater base, but also they're just they're just running up and taking shit, and you're just like, I mean, what are they even fi- doing? They don't have a communications team. They don't. Their Blaster scout- hasn't gotten here yet. Yeah, Blaster. Blaster's not here yet. Their scout is fucking Bumblebee and oh. Hound, I guess. Um, their scouts are Bumblebee and Hound, and their spec ops are Jazz and Mirage. Like they're not playing with a full chess set. No, they aren't. Uh, what they're doing, I don't know what anyone else is doing, but Optimus is out on the road, looking. Okay, so the way this spe- they keep changing how the space bridge works now how the <laughs> space bridge works is that it's just a thing that happens and you have to like build a space bridge receiver in the place where it appears i guess yeah 
it's very unclear on what exactly is going on with the space raid. Optimus can't find shit. Um, but this is when they get the distress call, and he rolls up there all alone. Um, and yeah. I li- well, he's like, he's like, everyone get over there, but I'm closest, so I'll meet you there. Yeah, and I like that uh, Megatron literally has to tell Starscream, "Hey, gang up on him." Like, is that that would not be well, the normal? Yeah, I want to talk. I want to talk about this conversation. So as Optimus like is rolling up, he interrupts Starscream in the middle of his conversation with Megatron. And Megatron's like, "How how'd it go?" And Starscream's like, "Really well, actually. Like, we got all of it. Like, we got we sucked the energy drive of this. We're good to go. We didn't meet like any real resistance. Fuck yeah!" And then as he's saying it, he hears Optimus comes up and just through clenched teeth, he goes. Autobots. <laughs> um, and Megatron's like, "All right, assholes! Like, there's three of you. Go get his ass." And to be fair, they beat Optimus's ass in the quote retreats. They do. I does Thunder does Thundercracker actually use his ability here? He doesn't. They just all shoot him. So, I mean, Skywarp doesn't even use his ability against Optimus. He just shoots him while flying, but. There are three of them, and they actually are quite large, and they are the elite tribe. <laughs> so, however, the all- only reason that they actually beat Optimus is because one of them shoots a random wall-mounted supercomputer, um, and Optimus has to shield Chip and unnamed scientist number forty-seven from getting blown up. I mean, they might have won anyway. They were they blasted him. Yeah, they did. He he, he takes it, a lot of shots. It, he, they like the last thing that happens is like the three of them sh- shoot him at once in the chest, and he goes flying through a wall. Yeah, he gets fucked up super bad. The rest of the Autobots show up, but by that point, the Seekers are already gone. Yeah. Um, so, well, I, like- I I want I want like. I actually think this is really interesting because Megatron, like the rest of the Autopods show up and Megatron's like, Starscream, do not fight them. Take the Energon and leave. You're good. And Because he knows that they like, will, that it's a simple numbers game, you see. Right. Exactly. And Starscream is like, yeah, you got it. We're on our way. <laughs> and Just take uh, the fucking W, man. Yeah, and he does. Again, rare W episode for Starscream, who either does pretty well or completely neutrally. Uh, you know who's not doing pretty well or neutrally? Optimus Prime, who's on the ground dying. Yeah, this is what, Death Counter 3 for Optimus? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, he gets super fucked up in this episode, which is very funny. And, like, he's, he as the Autobots run over, he's, like, giving off so much heat that the fucking air is warping around him. It's like that hey. scene from Armada where Smokescreen gets fucking perforated by the Requiem Blaster. It's, it's also like that, uh... Uh, scene in the the first the first uh, Optimus death where we once again get to see the world's oldest man with a slip disc try to transform. God, it's not at least quite it as long. It doesn't yeah, take not- thirty fucking seconds this time. <laughs> it's not. It's not sixty full seconds long. But it and is he doesn't like the ex- grunt constantly. He just goes. Ugh. He just oh. like t- talks about what's wrong. He doesn't go. Ugh. It's. Honestly, kind of worse. You can really hear Peter Cullen slipping into his Eeyore voice. Yeah, he, uh, he, he kind of really, is. You can really hear him going, life is suffering. <laughs> and like, um, and Ratchet's like, hey, Optimus, 
I bad news, you're dying, and like we can't get you out of here on your own on our without your help. So you need to transport me. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like the bit where he like very dramatically asks Wheeljack to fix him. He like grabs Wheeljack's hand. And is like, please, yeah. fix me. Can you fix me, Doc? And it, and Wheeljack's like, I'm not that kind of doctor, but we'll see what we can do. This is also two episodes of Wheeljack just doing really ridiculous experiments without any regards for safety whatsoever. Yeah, this is the fucking Wheeljack and Ratchet science hour this episode. Um, they do some open heart surgery and then they play God. No, no OSHA, no HIPAA on Cybertron. Absolutely not. So... The Starscream comes back and he's like, "Yeah, we we totally fucking killed Optimus." And Megatron's like, "Okay, did you ch- did you make sure though? Did you check? Did you check to see his fucking laser core was snuffed out? Which, by the way, another excellent uh, G one anatomy thing. This was before sparks were a thing that would not be properly established until Beast Wars. So here it's laser cores, which is also a pretty cool word." So, th- so then, anyway, Megatron sends Laserbeak out to make sure. Yeah. He's like, listen, Starscream, I appreciate your efforts, but I know who I can really count on to murder people in cold blood. Well, I mean, yes and no. There's, like, this weird scene with him and Laserbeak. Yeah, he, like, Laserbeak threatens is- him. Yeah, so, like, Laserbeak, so he's like, all right, Soundwave, like, send Laserbeak out and Soundwave, like, you know, Laserbeak transform, eject. And Laserbeak sort of like hesitates and Starscream looks at, like looks at him and goes, it looks like Laserbeak's a little scared to go to the Autobot base. And Megatron's like, well, he should be more scared of what I'm going to do to him if he doesn't. Um, and then Laserbeak flies off and it's like, all right, that was a little aggro. Yeah, it's weird. Normally Laserbeak doesn't question any orders and also normally uh megatron doesn't say anything bad about laserbeak in fact he usually uses laserbeak to like fucking um put starscream down yeah i mean yeah those are those are his uh stepkids so you know (laughs) so laserbeak uh thankfully for laserbeak brawn has peripheral vision issues and also I don't think he can feel anything on his neck. I think he's too buff. Because Laserbeak literally just drops <laughs> onto him. Yeah, he looks like... He kind of looks like a Krogan. He he is Krogan-shaped. He's like yeah, very he doesn't squat really and have, round. And he doesn't really have a neck. No, so presumably he's just too fucking thick right there. He can't feel a, a, a cassette tape dropping onto him from the ceiling. Or yeah, see and it. no one else... Yeah, sees uh, a cassette tape on his shoulder. They also don't see Laserbeak transform and fly up into the corner of the room, which I, you guys got to get your fucking eyes checked. Like, I know you're you're all worried about Optimus, who is currently lying on uh, the, the operating table with his fucking ribcage opened up, of course. Um, by the way, no Matrix, obviously. It was, uh, it was somewhere else. Optimus was keeping <laughs> it in his, um, in his, like, in his, like, safe. For later. He, he 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 mailed it to Hot Rod for the weekend. Yeah, he got injured. And he's like, Ooh, I better I better put the Matrix in my special Matrix carrying case so it doesn't get uh hurt by any of the surgery. And it's a good thing too because what ha- what happens is 
woe laser beak be upon you. This like literally it just keeps fucking happening. What happens is laser beak shows Megatron what's going on. Megatron goes, Oh fucking sick, kill that dude. Just shoot him in the chest right now. And he does. (laughs) And nobody nobody does anything. Yeah, he shoots him and gets out, and everyone's like, alright, we need to get away from Optimus because he's going to explode, and Optimus self-destructs. He fucking, like, when we say explode, the entire screen is taken up by his explosion. But he's he's fine, but he's He's, dead. He's, yeah, I literally have, I I literally have, he's fine, but he's dying. Um. (laughs) He's beautiful, but he's dying. Somehow he, um, survives being exploded from the inside out. Um, but he's on his last legs now, and he is losing, he's essentially losing blood fast. Yeah, his, like, um, energy levels are low, and they can't, he, <laughs> basically yeah, they need he, jumper cables. He's, like, hemorrhaging, he's, like, hemorrhaging, basically, except his energy instead of blood, um, and they need to replace a very specific part. A Cosmotron. <laughs> A Cosmotron. It's so stupid. Um, by the way, Spike throughout this entire episode has been just the whiniest little asshole. <laughs> Is he gonna be okay? It's what? like someone just like didn't explain death to this fully grown Spark man. Spark plug. I- your son's like 19. Sit him down and explain where fucking Fido went five years ago, man. Like, come on. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't want my truck to show him all the. Show him old yeller for the love of God. God, yeah, he's he's uh, he's just like cry typing constantly in the corner while all the Oliver's like, "Shut the fuck up, man! We're trying to we're trying to work here." So everyone, the situation. Is, so yeah, Wheeljack's like, "I need to replace this part," and Spike's like, "Then replace it." And Wheeljack's like, "It's not that simple, Spike. My the only other place that this part exists is on my lab on Cybertron, which is a." only possible to get through by the space bridge which decepticons have control over b guarded by decepticons on the other side and c was locked by decepticons over the course of the war so even if we could get there it'd be a struggle to get into to begin with (laughs) and huffer uh really lives up to his name uh because huffer goes on and on about how hopeless the entire (laughs) situation is he's like it's over we're he's dead we're dead until we get the first of what is one of my favorite shots that comes up in g1 of someone just putting their hand hand over someone else's mouth yes which is (laughs) in this case it's ironhide who just reaches down and covers huffer's mouth shut Um, the fuck up (laughs) Which is, like, really funny in any circumstances, but particularly funny with G1's janky animation. (laughs) Yeah. So, Chip is like, oh, well, I know you guys have been trying to find the space bridge, but, like, did you ever consider using the the hyper-intelligent supercomputer you have built into your ship? And everyone goes, huh, well, boy, I didn't, (laughs) why didn't we think of that? Teletron's not just a computer, he's a friend. Yeah, like, you just ask Teletron where the space bridge is. Chip finds it in, like, 20 seconds. He's like, oh, there it There's, is. Spike has the most obnoxious line here, where he's like, wow, that's it's just like Sherlock Holmes with floppy disks, is it, Spike? Shut the fuck up, kid. I hate... Is that what it's, is that what it's like? Ugh. 
He's he's pretty intolerable in this episode. I usually don't have a big issue with Spike, but he's pretty awful in this one. <laughs> he's either just, he's either just whining or spouting about how cool dinosaurs are, and he, like that's it. That's all he does. And I, listen, I can appreciate the second one in certain situations, but uh, so I mean, it's this episode in particular. I don't yeah. particularly mind him next episode he's just being him but this episode i was like you need to stop i talking. do think it's really funny when he grabs a gun and goes to shoot decepticons out that's really funny it's like you fucking moron um so, meanwhile uh, at the decepticons yeah they're like oh fuck we have so many energon cubes hey shockwave my man uh we've got some stuff for you my boy and he's like great Intr- Send him introducing up. the secret fourth component of reflector yeah who the Rip- fuck is this guy <laughs> Rip, we never knew you. <laughs> like, I like, yeah, I love that someone's like, uh, yeah, one someone's like, hey, Starstream, don't we need someone to pilot that? And he's like, you're right, and he just grabs this guy. And so I need to there. be very clear. This is the secret fourth part of Reflector. Uh, he looks like um, Spyglass, I think, yeah. is the one that he looks like. Um, but the three parts of Reflector are all working further away on the space bridge. They aren't near Starscream, so. There's just this fourth part of Reflector <laughs> who, yeah, they're like, Starscream doesn't, doesn't need a pilot. It's like, sure does. And he just picks this guy up and puts him in the seat <laughs> while the guy's going, wait, no, please don't do this to me. <laughs> He's like, good luck, motherfucker. Bye. <sighs> like, they these really are, need. These were good episodes. I really, sure. they really need to find some better generics than just more Reflectors because that's not threatening. I mean, the other uh, option is Rainbow Rumbles. Oh, that would be so. That would be so much funnier, though. Imagine if there were just a bunch of shitty twelve-year-olds running around. Yeah, he really like. I feel like in the next episode, firms <laughs> up his age as like around twelve. But anyway, absolutely. Um, yeah, fourth reflector gets shot into space. Um, and Shockwave picks up the Energon cubes. He does not acknowledge this guy at all. Um, he survives though. He so... does. He gets there just fine. Maybe maybe Look, we'll see a, a new camera attachment. Maybe he's like a video yeah, like, <laughs> attachment. Like, look, Mister Reflector Number Four. Like, it's not it's not the very first space bridge test. We know how to get there now. You'll be fine. Stop whining. So here's the thing. You know, it's not Reflector actually because he doesn't speak in unison with the others. Yeah, he's just he's he's like he's their cousin. He's like a there's like a different um there's like a different three person camera combiner. That have slightly different names and they're just off screen all the time. Yeah, he's pa- he's part of uh, Polaroid. Yeah. So the the Autobots have they they they're going to send a crack team up to uh, infiltrate Cybertron and here here's who it is. It's uh it's the fucking Troll Slayers. We've got Ironhide. <laughs> we've got Trailbreaker. Shockwave gets trolled. He the he, he really does. We got Ironhide. Wait, can someone can someone please redraw Shockwave as the tails panel, <laughs> which is especially good because Shockwave doesn't have a mouth. Yeah, I will. I will. I will give whoever manages to convey that properly ten dollars. <laughs> you can redraw Shockwave doing that face somehow. So it's 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 Ironhide, Trailbreaker, um, Blue Streak, Bumblebee, and Chip. And Chip. Now, when I, I want to be very clear, when Chip uses Teletran one to identify where they should go, 
in Bumblebee who says, uh, uh, Teletran and Chip are, you sure are a hot duo. So now, uh, I have a Chip Teletran one OTP. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. They attack. Now here's, here's, here's where Megatron really starts taking some L's. Um, <laughs> because they attack the space bridge and, and he calls, Hey, Starscream, uh, let them win. Right. Yeah. So everyone is like, why? I mean, I, why does he, I understand that I guess he has a lot of faith in his fucking Rainmakers, but like. Which is misplaced as we see. Uh, why, why I know. let them go to just, just kill them. I know. I know. It, it, this one, this one, uh, again, Starscream makes a lot of errors in this show. But he is, like, unequivocally correct throughout this episode. Yes. Also, another very fun thing. Uh, Megatron kills is called Starscream and says, let, let him win. And then immediately, the next shot, he is colored like Thundercracker. Yes. Yeah. For the rest to of the, the fact, fight. For, to the point that I was, like, I actually miss... I was, like, looking away. I think I was typing down a note while I was... Uh, while this was he actually made the call i just assumed it was thundercracker for that yeah, fight like you you would have i, I didn't think it was starscream he doesn't say anything and unless you heard megatron address him as such it's like well that's just thundercracker yeah that's just thundercracker um reflector gets his ass handed to him rumble Badly. gets his ass handed to you him, know there's some, they actually i want to i want to mention one yet again uh some gadgets do make appearances some gadgets and abilities show up in this episode uh for one uh Ironhide's using his chemical sprayer. Yes, his cum cannon. This actually yes. comes comes. This is one of the rare tools that Ironhide has that he uses a, a bunch. A How lot. would you like a, a mouthful of liquid nitrogen, you asshole? Actually, fun fact: the cum cannon is what turns Starscream into Thundercracker. He gets frozen, and when he gets unfrozen, he gets he's Thundercracker now. Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I, let's see. We, I think, that and the same thing happens to Rumble. He also gets frozen. Yes, but he does not turn into Frenzy, who just is not in this show. Um, don't worry about it. Reflector like blinds Reflector them. Just gets... Yeah, but then he just gets blasted. Yeah, and then uh, I believe this is the first appearance of Trailbreakers Force Fields. Yes, and they Which literally become more relevant. Yes, on Cybertron, and they literally just drive through the space bridge and drive past shockwave who just goes autobots yeah and shockwave. then he gets his feet stuck to the floor with fucking liquid cement yeah with with cum um uh ironhide also uses the cum cannon this is a very versatile tool um let to me gunk freeze. up your toesies with my load here shockwave okay that wasn't necessary uh-huh. uh, <laughs> um he uses it to freeze the wall and then just like slams through it yeah in a janky g1 animation way it kind of just looks like he pushes it over yeah it's fine um so yeah shockwave so mega so part one of megatron's like oh let him go to the cybertron shockwave will deal with them no he will not he will get stuck to the floor and spend the next hour and a half trying to unstick himself from the floor yeah so it's okay shockwave has a backup plan um and this is the first appearance we see of the yet unnamed rainmakers um this includes in G1 Acid Storm, Ion Storm, and Nova Storm, who I believe 
is later retconned into being Sunstorm. Um, no, Nova Storm is the blue one. I think Ion Storm is the yellow one who becomes Sunstorm. Okay. Yeah, so that's obviously... Or that's... maybe Ion Storm is different, because this guy was really yellow. Sunstorm is more yeah. orange. No, 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 no. So this guy this guy is different. I'm saying that I believe later on yeah. in, like, the series, um, he becomes, like, in, in G1, he becomes the third. I mean, these guys are... To talk more about the Rainmakers, specifically, because, yeah. like, these, these guys are not characters, and they were not characters for, like... T- 15 years because what happened was so they have these three unique uniquely colored seekers here on cybertron that have a very specific job right and so the fandom kind of latched on to these guys and started wondering well who, who are these guys and later some people at hasbro and takara saw this and said you know if we start increasing the um, the number of characters we have that share starscream's body type we could very cheaply make more toys and so hey hey do you want to sell some toys and so all of the rainmakers suddenly started getting toys like there's there is a fucking masterpiece acid storm Who's yeah. Acid Storm? <laughs> Nobody knows. Like, and obviously they they show up in Cyberverse later as fully formed characters, but that is like far away. They they are literally just guys who look cool who only. And by they the also, way, they one also episode, show up in animated. That's true. A few of them do. Sunstorm yeah. does only Sunstorm. Sunstorm. Yeah, I guess that's true. But uh, Acid Storm doesn't. No, maybe in like I think, supplementary I think materials. He's... I thought he was one of them. No, I don't think he was one. Of, he's not. He's definitely not one of the clones. Uh, you might be thinking of Oil Slick, who's similarly grody. That's stupid. They should have just used Acid Storm. <laughs> so, but yeah, these are these are Rainmakers. They are they are, they appear for three minutes in one episode of the G One cartoon, and and uh, you know, twenty five years later, you can buy a, a one hundred and twenty dollar extremely detailed toy of them. So. There's also like lore that goes along with them now. Again, yes. I I I can't remember where it was because it certainly wasn't the G1 cartoon. Who gives a shit about that? <laughs> or the, or um, any any contemporary <laughs> sources yeah. from that time. This is all shit that like people made up in the like early 2000s, pretty much. Yeah, I can't I can't remember when this became, but it is is I'm fairly certain canon that once the lore started to develop for them um that part of that lore was that they are starscream clones right um that shockwave created um to help defend cybertron basically because otherwise it was literally just him all of this is to say that megatron calls these guys and says go make some acid rain and they do well no what he says is make it rain make it acid rain (laughs) lame work on your fucking one-liner megatron holy shit yeah, <laughs> it's so they, really good. They get to Wheeljack's lab and they very easily break in. I don't really know why they needed Chip for this. It's very funny watching, um, I think it's Ironhide just holding Chip's wheelchair up to the fucking keypad so he can press the big buttons. Yeah, literally, like, when they're all planning this, they're like, gee, if only we had someone. Oh, that's why, because the Decepticons had locked it. Right, so they needed someone to hacker voice get in, and, and I guess they just don't Chip's have like, they they don't have any like hacking guys. It's just shit. No, nope. 
Um, I mean, so I- Chip's, Chip's like, I guess I'm gonna pick a lock. And of course, don't worry, uh, he can breathe fine on Cybertron. I'm not really sure why. Um, it's fine. It just it doesn't look like it has an atmosphere at it's all, a, but you know. It's an oxygen-rich environment, actually, yeah. It's very oxygen-rich. It's In fact, he's probably breathing even better than he is on Earth. Um, anyway, everyone gets really wet. Yeah, well, yeah. So the Debilitatingly acid- wet. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the Rainmakers have one job based upon their name can you guess what it is it's to make acid rain and that's what they do um and yeah <laughs> and they're like they- it's really funny because i i can understand like they, they, everyone starts kind of sparking and 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 but they just yeah it, it just seems like it almost just kind of makes them tired and depressed like it doesn't really chip hurt is- them yeah it's kind of a dirge thing uh chip is fine by the way he's no yeah it's, it doesn't affect he's him at totally all. fine he's good acid don't don't do shit to it's him a very specific kind of acid that only hurts <laughs> exactly metal. exactly the the non-flesh corrosive kind yeah um, and everyone's like doing the fucking family guy holding your leg pose on the ground and going like oh it's like they got hit by Perona's fucking devil fruit from One Piece. Like, yeah. I wish I was never born. Oh, we fucked up so bad. Optimus is gonna die. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Bumblebee's like, I'm sorry, Chip. We failed. And I guess <laughs> this... they're watching. Yeah, they're, well, for, they're watching it. The, the Decepticons are watching this and they're like, fuck yeah, Optimus is gonna die for real. And Star Team's like, cool, great. Because, like, the whole time he's been, like, that Optimus has been, like, in disrepair. He's like, okay, we didn't finish him off, fair enough, but he's, like, fucked right now. Why don't we just go attack him? And Megatron's like, you're an idiot and you don't understand my grand plan. Now lose on purpose. And uh, Starstream's like, okay. and But, like, now he's like, okay, they're done. They're debilitated. They can't get this part. Optimus is going to die. Can we please attack the Autobots now and get rid of them. And Megatron comes over to him, runs a hand gently down his arm, and goes, for one star scream, I agree with you. It's wow. a weird motion. It is. It, it does look really weird. So yeah, they fly out. Um, this, oh, this line is so fucking... The one from Chip? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, please. Oh my god. So yeah, it flies back. So they, yeah, they fly out to <laughs> to hit the Ottawa base. But meanwhile, back on Cybertron, everyone, everyone is miserable. And Chip's like, you gotta get up. You gotta keep going. And <laughs> Bumblebee's like, I can't, we can't, Chip. We're fully disabled. And Chip looks at him and goes... No one's ever really disabled as long as he has courage. Uh, thank you, Chip. Thank you. Oh, God. What <laughs> a, like, perfect encapsulation of, like, 80s PSA disability justice it is. perspective. Like, and that, that, that makes Trailbaker remember, wait, I have force fields. <laughs> I'm an outlier. Oops. Uh, yeah, he puts up a force field. Um, Ironhide, um, like, shoots the Rainmakers. The Rainmakers say, fuck this and leave, and everyone immediately gets instantly better. Yeah, they just shoot the clouds away. They just shoot at the, they just shoot at the rain and it stops. Like, they, they drive away the Rainmakers and then 
it's it's fine, I guess. Um, everyone's fine. They have the Cosmotron, and this uh, this is so fucking funny. We cut back to Shockwave's fucking house, and he's he's trying to unstick this mysterious fourth reflector from the floor. He's like, "Hang on, don't move. I'll get you." And then right after he does it, the Autobots drive through again. Yeah. Um. He shoots. He has a line as they go in. It's like you won't be returning to Earth, uh, in one piece at least, um, or something towards that nature. And he shoots at them. He's a really bad shot for a gun former. Yeah, it's probably the lack of depth perception. But uh, he- why can't I hit any of them? It's as though they are several feet away from my <laughs> perception of them. Yeah. He gets, like, Ironhide in the wheel or whatever, or maybe Trailbreaker. He gets, like, one of them in the wheel, but it's not particularly effective as they sit back to Earth. No, uh, he really doesn't do shit. Meanwhile, the Decepticons are rolling up, and all the Autobots have just given up. They're like, well, we're fucked. Optimus Prime isn't here, so, like, we can't do anything. Yeah, all of them are like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Huffer was right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, my, my guess we'll die. And Spike goes, no, we gotta fight, even if our truck dad isn't here. And he grabs a gun and runs out the door. And everyone's like... A, a gun that is larger than he is. He's, it's so big. How is he able to move this? I don't know. It must be a very light, shitty uh, gun. It's a foam replica. <laughs> yeah, and so they just run out there... And uh, decide to fight the Decepticons, and it doesn't. It doesn't go very well. They get their asses beat. Holy shit! My favorite shot of all of this is um, sideswipe at one point, like jumps into the air to like tackle, and Megatron just like skeet shoots him out of the sky. Yeah, he gets fucking his ass beat. Like we it, we just see like Prowl and uh, someone else get shot down by Rumble. I think it's like by like Rumble and Soundwave. Um, and my favorite thing is then <laughs> Spike starts getting mauled by Ravage. Yeah, he he's like bad kitty, bad kitty, and then <laughs> gets um. Thank, I mean, thankful. torn apart. I would. Yeah, think. he he should be like a bunch of fucking viscera on the rocks at this point uh but thankfully uh well bumblebee shows up oh yeah bumblebee shows up first yeah bumblebee and chip show up and they've got the part and they gotta go they gotta go bring it to wheeljack and and ratchet who gotta gotta put it into prime yeah and uh as as uh wheeljack and ratchet are doing instant surgery um, yeah let's just shove it right in there (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's like, the the inner components of Cybertronians are actually just, like, Legos. They just click into place. Yep. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, on the battlefield, um, the Decepticons have, like, handily won. And there's, like, this weird sort of feeling of, like, oh, hey, we did it. Yeah, they're um, just like, well, shit, what do we do now? Yeah, and so... You know, Megatron's there lording it over all of them, being like, you know, well, like, no one is going to get in my way of ruling the universe. And Starscream sort of, like, beside him, arms crossed, but, like, not that mad about it. He's like, yeah, okay, cool, we won, great. And he's like, yes, no one, there's no one who dares challenge me now. And from the cliffs we hear, 
I challenge you. Ah, uh, shit. It's time for Austin and Megatron to have a really, really shitty version of their duel from the movie. Grandpa fight. Just, it's so, it's so funny looking. Oh, one of the, uh, the other things that I should have mentioned um, throughout this. So, um, again, rare Starscream Ws throughout this episode. Um as the fight goes on, like, Megatron's just sort of playing around with the Autobots, and Starscream's like, Megatron, you gotta stop, you're wasting energy. Like, we're winning, but we don't have the energy to do this, sustained. And so Megatron's like, then I'll finish them off with one shot, um, and pours a ton of energy into his fusion cannon. Uh, this will come back later. Uh, yeah, so Starscream's like, well, Megatron... He accepted your challenge, and based on the honor of the duel, you gotta fight him one-on-one. Have fun, buddy. Yeah, like, he's like, well, I mean, you gotta fucking, uh, you gotta do it, right? I mean, if you're the leader, you know, you gotta, you gotta accept the challenge. And of I course- I mean, you're not a pussy, Lord Megatron. And of course, he gets his ass beat bad. So bad. And he because just, he'd used all his energy up. And he gets thrown down a cliff and lands right next to Starscream and just goes, Damn. Uh, maybe you're not actually best for leader. What is incredible about this moment is that it's Starscream doesn't try to claim leadership. Yeah, no, he's like he just he just he's just he's just sort of like, eh, maybe it's maybe you're not the best choice. I'm not gonna say who is. But you, I can imply. I think he does say. I think he does say you're not like I'm the only right choice for leader anyway. But he doesn't. Um, he doesn't do the whole Megatron right. has fallen. Yeah, but, and instead, what he does, quite interestingly, is says, "Okay, we're retreating. Someone grab our glorious leader." Yeah, they leave. <laughs> um, peace out. <laughs> So, yeah, and everyone's like, yay, Optimus Prime is back, and that's the end of the episode. That's it. Yeah. He's fine. Rare, rare Starscream W. Good for him. Good for him. On to the debut of some of the most iconic characters in all of them. They're not the all of them. Not all of there's, them. There's two, including my favorite boy. It's time for SOS Dinobots. Uh, so we start out here. And the Autobots are investigating some, like, trimmers in the arc, and they think it's like, ah, oh, what if it's Rumble up to his old tricks again? But it's just a cave. And inside the cave, BONES! Disgusting. Specifically dinosaur bones. And all of the all the Autobots are like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? They don't even recognize fuel. What kind of cars are they? God. And especially Wheeljack is like, oh, these things rule. Uh, and Spike tells them all what dinosaurs are, and then he takes them all to the museum to look at yeah. more dinosaurs. We're just like, oh shit, this is perfect. Ratchet and I were just thinking about adopting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they, they go to the museum and like hound. I like the. First of all, this is a fucking gigantic museum if the Autobots can just walk around in here. Um, I, okay, to be fair, a lot of natural history museums are actually that vaulted. That's true. Uh, if they have, especially if they have, like, dinosaur bones, because dinosaurs are quite tall. That's true. Um, You're right. So, yeah, that, that so, I guess it makes I, sense. I mean, I'm just thinking way. about the American Museum of Natural History, which is my go-to. But most uh, museums don't have doors that big. That's true. Maybe they came in through the loading dock. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the, he, 
they transform through the store. They did like the half transformation to wedge themselves through. <laughs> you know, put their arms out and then yeah. turned. Yeah, they just gotta like kind of kind of rotate their bodies right to fit through. Yeah. So Hound scans all the dinosaurs and makes some like ho- dinosaur holograms for everybody. Um, and Wheeljack's like, these oh. things rule. Hey, Dad, can I make some robot dinosaurs? And Optimus Prime literally just goes, Yeah, sure, why not? Sounds so fun. there's there's two things I want to talk about before we get to this part. One is as they're going through the museum, uh, there's a couple of punks at the entrance. Yes, and, I love this guy. And um, as it's Trailbreaker, I believe, uh, walks past them. One of them looks at him and goes, and you just see the animation is actually quite fun here where you just see the sort of stomp of Trailbreaker's foot on the ground next to them. Uh, this guy looks up and goes, now that's what I call heavy metal. Yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> um, and then the other part is, and this is important, um, Spike is explaining what the dinosaurs are like to everyone. And he goes, yeah, you know, they were really large, but they actually had tiny brains. And Wheeljack goes, tiny brains. <laughs> I'll make sure to save that for later. So, yeah, they, anyway, yeah, he's like, can I make some robot dinosaurs, Dad? And he goes, yeah, why not? Seems great. You so. want you want grandkids, right? Yeah. You know Ratchet and I have been trying. Sure, just go for it. What could possibly go wrong? Um, meanwhile, Soundwave and Reflector are casing a dam. Um, and I really love this random guy with his family touring the dam who just it, it like soundwave kind of snakes a microphone up to him and he just goes randomly if you as long as the water keeps flowing the generators will keep making electricity <laughs> great also it's this is like the same plot like we know how hydroelectric yeah, dams work liter- this is literally the, same the plot first the second episode the first one of the first places you guys went was a dam did you forget but yeah like it's it's the the, uh the transformers was uh, 1984 was actually a secret uh propaganda for renewable energy damn it's true um but yeah like also one other thing when when it's zooming in on this guy in the distance shot he has like bright red clown hair and and he looks normal when it fully shows him but i just i just noticed he has like crazy red hair in the distance shot but yeah, Soundwave and Reflector fly away, having learned about renewable energy. Um, meanwhile, uh, <laughs> Ratchet and Wheeljack are having a baby shower. Yeah, I, I love, you know, I love that in G1, you could just make up a guy. Like, you can just build a guy. It doesn't really matter. Well, I mean, the thing about the Dinobots, and I think this gets, like, sort of made more explicitly clear in other series, like Animated, for example, they're not supposed to be sentient. Right. Jack saw tiny brains and was like, "Okay, I can make big fuck ass drones that kick Megatron's ass." Right. But unfortunately, he played God. He just made dinosaurs. He just made yeah. fucking dinosaurs that can breathe fire. Again, I said at the beginning of this uh of this season that um Shockwave and other continuities doesn't do anything um that Wheeljack and Ratchet don't do in this continuity, and this is sort of what I'm speaking about. Yep. 
Lots of lots of just Wheeljack makes all sorts of fucked up devices and all, all throughout G one. It's like ha- literally half of the episodes of this show is uh oh the Decepticons got their hands on Wheeljack's new fucked up war crimes device. <laughs> he never means for it to be a war crimes device. He's like, I want to make a machine that puts even amounts of peanut butter and jelly on bread how was i supposed it... to know it was it would explode a wheel jackets pa- you powered su- it with like nuclear fusion how was i supposed to know it would drown people hideously with jelly you know like <laughs> this is he's just trying to help yeah yeah but they they, they build the dinobots and and ever they show them off and i really love huffer like, they, they, they present them at first in robot mode, which, by the way, Grimlock looks really fucked up in this episode. Like, his head looks weird. It's a little square. Yeah. He, he looks a little he looks a little too much like Slag. Yeah. And or Slug, I guess. Well, I'm calling him Slag in this It's Slag in this one. Yeah, He's I'm still calling slag. him Slag in G1. Yeah, so the three Dinobots, the, th- the three original Dinobots. With apologies to English sex workers. <laughs> The three original Dinobots are this fucking slutty Triceratops, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Sludge, the the Brontosaurus, as they say, yeah. and uh, Grimlock, of course. The, everyone, everyone knows and loves Grimlock. We all love Grimlock. My favorite part of this is that, I mean, the Dinobots were created as war crime machines, mm-hmm. um, because uh, Wheeljack looked at a T-Rex and goes, damn, that's a lot of teeth. Mm-hmm. That, that would whip ass. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, the thing is, yes, they 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 recreated dinosaurs uh, pretty pretty well, including the part where they just kind of run around and smash shit, and also breathe fire. You know how dinosaurs breathe fire? Yeah, they breathe yeah. fire and shoot lasers from their eyes and horns, and and they just start like wrecking the arc. They just start beating the shit out of everyone. I really like the bit. Where Ironhide is getting fucked up and Trailbreaker just goes, ha, but you wish you had some fucking force fields on now, bud. And he just force fields oh, wait. himself. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. You also didn't finish saying the line from Huffer, which is a really good line. Oh, yes. Yeah. When they, they first show the Dinobots, he's, he goes, Dinobots, huh? I thought you were supposed to make robot dinosaurs. And Wheeljack goes, how about you shut, sit down and shut the fuck up, you little dweeb. <laughs> Check this out. The, the look, I have to say, the look that Wheeljack gives <laughs> Huffer for not having a mouth yeah. is scathing. You're like, I have never seen someone who cannot emote with their face look so fucking done with somebody. Uh, but yeah. You so, know anyway. Huffer would be such a fucking irritating pedant on Twitter. Huffer is such that. a well-actually guy. Yeah. Um, he would definitely do some dick riding too. Oh, uh, he's a fucking Elon Musk reply guy. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. He he wants to become a Tesla. I'm glad he died off screen in Transformers the movie. <laughs> um, one of my favorite shots as the Dinobots are wrecking shop here is, I think a shot that's just actually really fun perspective actually. Um, of like Wheeljack holding out a hand. Oh uh, yeah! Try to like calm them down, but instead it just looks like Neil Jack's <laughs> yaoi hands. He does have yaoi hands in that shot. He's doing the fucking Jurassic World pose. Yeah, he—that's he, where they got it from. Now we know why Chris now Pratt does it. Yeah. Now we know they got it from Wheeljack trying to calm down the Dinobots. There yeah, you go. This goes very badly. Grimlock fucking blows up Teletran One. Um, 
And I'll, at this point, Optimus is like, okay, we have to, we, we, we need to kill these motherfuckers, destroy the Dinobots right now. And Wheeljack's like, no, please, my babies. Well, Wheeljack is able to, like, disable them. Yeah, and th- that's, and, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and then Optimus is like, okay, <laughs> um, yeah, no, we gotta destroy them. And <laughs> Wheeljack's like, no, Optimus, I did the crime of bringing them into this world. <laughs> please, it's not their fault. And then Optimus goes, fine. We're going to bury them in a cave forever. <laughs> yeah, they just they just tie them up and cave in the cave they found the bones in. And they're like, well, no, no one can ever go in there again and we're never going to reactivate them again. Meanwhile, uh, the dam is getting ransacked and the, the workers are trying to call Teletran 1, which is, of course, uh, currently offline. So they're just, uh, they're just, they, the Decepticons are just running around getting all the energy they need. The vibes between Megatron and Starscream in this episode are immaculate, by the way. It's yes. like, it's like aging businessmen trying to impress uh, the 20-year-old he wants to have an affair with. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> like everything, and it's like, he's like so... Like Starscream's so so judgmental and so unimpressed with Megatron throughout it, and Megatron keeps trying to impress him, and it's so funny. God, it's just like yeah, look at all this, oh, look at all this fucking infinite energy. Starscream is like, yeah, it's all right, I guess. Yeah, and Starscream's like great. And it's like, uh, and and there's like a part they're like standing on front of the waterfall, mm-hmm. um, that is you know powering the dam, and. Like, Megatron is like, aren't you, like, impressed with, like, this endless supply? And the Starscream's like, yeah, and looks at his nails and goes, endless until we get interrupted by the Autobots. And Megatron's just like, well, I have a surprise from them. Just just shut up. I have a plan. I can can deal with it. Uh, So, yeah, he starts uh, setting up a little trap for the Autobots once they show up. Uh, So everyone heads up to the dam except for... Bumblebee, Wheeljack, and Ratchet, who all stay behind. Everyone else goes, though. Um, and they get super fucked up by the Decepticons because, alright, now, Megatron plugs the dam's circuitry, like, into his fusion cannon. And you may think, well, surely he's going to shoot at the Autobots with that. No. <laughs> it's something way stupider. What he does... <laughs> Is that he has Rumble destabilize the cliff they're standing on, and then he shoots the cliff and knocks them all into the river, which does disable them this time. They get yeah. wet, and they, it does work. <laughs> and again, my favorite part of this is, again, Starscream in this, like, really bitchy, unimpressed, like, voice goes, And so what now, Mighty Megatron? Um, surely, surely a little bath has has not rid us of our Autobot problem. And he goes, fine, we'll go get him and tie him up and yeah. shoot them all. Does that make you happy? My favorite part of it is that Starscream, for the first time in this entire series, this is the first time someone has been like, I don't think they're dead. Yeah, usually like, he is the one who's going, I know he's totally dead. I do. He yeah. was doing that literally last episode where Megatron's like, did you kill him? And he's, he goes, no, yeah, 100%. he's super dead. Yeah, exactly. But he's like, I don't think they're dead. Well, it's because they know because they also got dunked in the ocean and they were fine. Wait, they so also he's get... like, "Listen, Megatron, we know not, that this not work. to be not to be saucy here, but they get wet every night. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 we're all wet down here, Megatron. 
Um, so, yeah, so, bum- like, Megatron's <laughs> like, we're gonna finish them off, Starscream, shut up! <laughs> shut up! We'll go get them. Uh, Spike sees all of this. Spike and Bumblebee see all of this and go, oh, shit. Uh, also, also, Optimus tells uh, Wheeljack, never ever reactivate the Dinobots again or I'll uh, never forgive you. But, at this point, Spike and Bumblebee are like, well, we, got, we gotta. What, what else do we can we do? Um... So they go back there, and I guess they make, like, better brains for the Dinobots. Wheeljack Wheeljack makes very cool headbands, and Spike's like, so what did those do? And Wheeljack goes, they'll make them smarter and easier to control, I hope. Surely they they will be very cooperative and won't become a sort of rogue faction within our own uh, ranks and be very uncooperative and, and combative with us. So, yeah, so... They dig them out, they put on these headbands, and Wheeljack's like, hey, who wants to save your oppressors? And Sludge Uh, literally just goes, uh? I guess, sure, why not? And Grimlock's like, this time. Yeah, this time. Uh, Not a whole lot of Grimlock talking in this episode, which is interesting. No, we don't get a single me Grimlock, which is no. I think we gotta wait till sad. I think we gotta wait until the next episode for that, because that's where he's like beefing with Prime in is the next episode. So I'm sure that's where we'll get like me Grimlock King shit. Uh, but they fly off. By the way, the the Dinobots can can fly. fly. The Dinobots can fly. That is something they can do. And apparently so can Wheeljack in this episode. Maybe he grabbed fucking Sideswipe's backpack, (laughs) or jetpack. Um, Maybe. But yeah, so we see that the Autobots are all tied up. Uh. Bloop-timus Prime? Yeah, he- Why is he blue? He's blue. (laughs) Why is he blue? It is a fun- I have never seen an animation error go for, like, it's, this is a three second shot and he is completely blue the entire just, time. It is like. Come on, I guys. Like, I feel like what must have happened is that someone just didn't paint a layer. Yeah, like, they, this you know? is his leg layer. Like, no, seriously, like, that they just, like, didn't yeah. paint a layer with his model in the shot. I don't know what it was, but, like, he's, he's blue. just blue. Why haven't, why hasn't E-Hobby made, like, a fucking lucky draw figure of this one yet? Bloopedimus Prime. <laughs> so yeah, they're getting ready to execute the fucking Autobots. They're like they're 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 tied up to a cliff and they're getting ready to to shoot them all, uh, Chicago style here. But Dinobots show up and they fuck the Decepticons up. So this is one of the most notorious. <laughs> unlike last episode, this is one of the most notorious instances this, of of Starscream yeah. attempting to is, uh, claim leadership. This of, is the one where Megatron literally just falls over, and he goes, "Megatron yeah. has fallen." I starts to now lead the Decepticons. Megatron literally just gets discombobulated. Yeah. It's like someone clapped really loud next to him and he like (laughs) loses his balance and falls over. Now, is Starscream wrong for claiming leadership of the Decepticons here? Yes. But the Decepticons are also wrong for all following him. (laughs) They all just do it. And then immediately he gets shot out of the sky. Instantly. Like, instantly Starscream gets owned by fucking Slag. (laughs) It's amazing. I would say the best own... Of this fight is um, Grimlock biting Skywarp. Yes, and just shaking him around like a dog. Yeah, so Skywarp comes in and he's like, so 
also again again following in in starscream's general bitchy behavior like unimpressed bitchy behavior throughout the entire episode the dinosaur the dinobots uh arrive and starscream immediately looks at megatron and goes well you're supposed to know everything what are those and and uh megatron's like scrap metal when we're finished with them and that's when he gets got by grimlock and starscream uh is going to be you know the leader but basically everyone the septicons is like okay we don't know what these things are but we're gonna fuck them up and skywarp and being particularly cocky amongst the decepticons goes in to like like strafe him and just gets bit right on the wing and flung into sound wave um it's great <laughs> and yeah the, the the decepticons have been uh entirely dealt with um and they all just run away <laughs> Oh well, okay. There's one last thing that happens before they run away, which yes, I that's know, right. Which is which is that Megatron's like, okay, actually, fuck this. And he transforms into the P thirty eight, um, but Starscream's in his jet mode, uh, can't hold him. So the gun just flies up to be on the bottom of Starscream. Huh? Yeah, it just like magnetizes to his like chassis or whatever. Yeah, to his to his body, and Megatron and Starscream can do that. Hello. Sure, why not? I why you know what? It's not weirder than anything else that happens in this show. Um, but then Wheeljack um, like they just threw all of the Autobots' <laughs> guns in a pile like a few feet away. So Wheeljack goes to fucking grab some, and he grabs he grabs blue streakers and side swipes it's like he's like side swipes side swipes flare gun will warm you up and blue streaks bolt blaster will give you a jolt of energy wheeljack be like does dangerous experiments on friends with no regard for safety i mean it works they're fine uh i guess they were like stunned i don't really know most of wheeljack's stuff is that it does technically work yeah it mostly works it's just you don't want it to uh, most of the time, um, but yeah, the 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 Decepticons retreat, and Optimus is like, "Well, you know, maybe the Dinobots are all right, and I won't regret that at all." Yeah, and they definitely don't hold a grudge against us. No, <laughs> for locking them in a cave forever. No, not at all. But yeah, it's uh, that's the end of the Di- SOS Dinobots. That's the debut of the Dinobots. So we've got a few questions here. We've got two on Twitter. Yahoo. One of them is from Z Paladin at Mommy Amcha. If the Dinobots got vehicle modes too, the parentheses, I don't know if they ever have. This pod is my only Transformer source. What vehicles do you think they'd all get? Who is that from? That is from at Mommy Yamcha on Twitter, Z Paladin. Oh, okay. Um, in uh, some continuities, the Dinobots start out as not dinosaurs. Uh, sometimes they're called the Dinobots, D Y N A stupid it's very stupid but usually they just transform into like tanks and stuff like i I would i would imagine that all of the dinobots would transform into heavy duty vehicles right like they're a they're a fucking yeah strike force i mean if they if they even turn i mean they ask specifically about vehicle modes so yeah yeah yeah, like uh, they would they would just be like tanks and off-road vehicles swoop would be a fucking jet jet or something yeah yeah uh and 
hold my uru cassidy at what is cosplay on twitter asks give us your best dino roars no i'm sorry that'll be a patreon bonus uh you, you can pay us to do dino roars now i don't i don't have much dignity but i have that much <laughs> now onto the discord actually sorry i need to i need to be right back sure okay i'm back all right so on to questions in the discord We've got a few here. Dick Wielding Menace, Daphnis of the Discord asks, Are Ratchet and Wheeljack PTA mom material now that they made the Dinobots? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. They're they're the uh diversity <laughs> the DEI team. Exactly. Um they uh, god, I don't I I would not trust Wheeljack's cooking. If I like considering his activities in the lab, just imagine what disasters could happen in the kitchen? I guess, given Ratchet throughout continuities and his ability to make synthen or whatever, I might trust Ratchet's. Ratchet's definitely got a microbrewery going on in there. No, Ratchet makes edibles. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. Uh, uh, Aurora, number one Ravage Enjoyer, asks, What incredibly bland task would you get a giant robot to perform? Just like household chores. A giant robot? Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't care about the size if you can clean my house. But like, I guess so. I all right, a giant robot, um, <sighs> like traffic control. Yes. Oh, that'd be nice. Just like <laughs> directing, like a fucking thirty foot tall robot directing traffic. Yeah. No more. We don't need another lane. We need a thirty foot tall. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. <laughs> we need a thirty foot tall robot directing traffic. Oh, what would I have it do? Maybe, uh, park my car for me. Like, just pick it up and put it somewhere nice. I hate parking my car, so if I just just put it in the most convenient spot possible. I'll just get out and let him lift it up. Or I'll just have it lifted up while I'm in it and just chill. Pretty good. From Matrix of Leader Thick, Sam in the Discord. If you suddenly had three sons and they needed a set of names, think Huey, Dewey, and Louie, what would you choose? Um, three names. I mean, I have I have two because mine are Figaro, Don Juan, and Don Juan. I wanted to when I got Fig, I wanted to get a name that could be a theme so that I could name other cats after that name theme, mm. and I chose operas. Ah. So if I had, I mean, if you gave me the option to include um girls as well, that would include things like Carmen and Valkyrie. There you go. Yeah, um, I feel like Figaro, Don Juan, and, and Carmen is a good is a good trio there. Yeah. Oh, I haven't thought about this. I should have read that. I should have read ahead on the questions because now I'm unprepared. And, and, all, I, and uh, all, all I can think about is Huey, Dewey, and Louie because they were the examples given. Yeah. Also, I just say it's weird that it's it's Sludge, Slag, Swoop, Snarl, and Grimlock. He's a special boy. He doesn't get a he He's doesn't leader. get a word of name. Um, so let's go with uh, you know I've always liked. Let's go with lock, stock, and barrel. There we go. <laughs> I knew you were gonna. I almost thought about doing that too, but I was like, <laughs> no, I can't be that bad. <laughs> They're my terrible. I can't show my hand. I can't show my hand that badly. <laughs> They're my terrible boys. Um, and finally, from Black Riding Elabot, what if those three sons were also large and metal? Hey, lock, stock, and barrel is a very uh, 
sort of robot aligned trio of names so um in that case um i would say um gadget gizmo and widget oh that's good i like that if you were and this is also from black Rocking love bot if you were to throw a birthday party for your three large metal sons who you've just named would you invite the three small fleshy sons from across the road i feel like that's a hazard i mean unless they were supervised in G1, they, well, of course they'd be supervised. They're my sons. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, in G1, they're constantly endangering humans literally all the time, so... No, they're fine. As long as they have their hard hats. Listen, as long as they wear their hard hats, they can and do whatever they want. And their high vests, yeah. Are their hard hats, their, their, their khaki shirts, and their jeans, they can do whatever they want. That's that's the uniform for uh Fucking humans. around and finding out. Exactly. In the, <laughs> and the finally... What would the party look like? Not Twister. That's probably not a good idea. I think it would probably be Smash. Yeah. They, listen, kids can play Smash for hours. Just as... Maybe I'd get one of those DDR mats. Oh, that's also asking for trouble, I think. DDR mats, but the ro- the large metal suns have to do it with their fingers. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's it called? A trip deck? <laughs> yes. Actually, I like that, actually, yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get this party set up for for our the, these large metal sons and these three small fleshy sons. It's a neighborhood block party. It'll be great. Exactly. Uh, but while we get that set the P- up, whole, the whole PTA will be there. Ah, uh, this is what a what a beautiful vision of community we've we've created here. Ratchet and Wheeljack hosting a community block party with their giant metal sons. <laughs> They do still breathe fire in this, by the way. That, that, all, they, the Dinobots all have all the, ability, all the abilities they already do. Oh, yeah. So with that, we've been Prime Cuts. Uh, I'm Nero. You can follow me on Twitter at Dragonsmoocher. You can follow my various other projects in various other places, such as Radio Free Heidelin, the Final Fantasy XIV podcast with my friend Jane at Heidelin Radio. We have finished with the main scenario quest of a realm reborn 2.0 anyway the 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 post stuff is still coming down the pipeline but all everything within like a realm reborn proper we've covered it as far as the main quest goes so hey this this is the perfect time to catch up uh also with her i did a a podcast about she-ra that is add podcast power on twitter and i am on disney minus from time to time at disney minus pod talking about wretched disney films last one was ratatouille that was a good one i liked ratatouille uh next one is santa buddies 2 so probably won't be as good <laughs> if i had to guess but yeah that's where my stuff is i'm audrey you can find me on tumblr twitter and co-host at optimum on prime uh you can also listen to the other podcast i do called pot of greed which you can find on twitter at pot of greed cast it's about Yu-Gi-Oh. we have one last episode of gx to record this week and Whoa. then oh my we are god on to card games on motorcycles five d's is so close it's very very close um also uh you can stay tuned uh, for more information about um, an audio drama that I've been cast in the pilot of, mm-hmm. I don't have more information for you all right now, but it should be forthcoming, hopefully, either, if not by the end of the year, then I would say sometime around the beginning of the new year. So, yeah, it's exciting stuff. 
And of course, you can find us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. We should probably make a Tumblr at some point. I also, I, I am also on Tumblr. Yeah. I never plug my Tumblr because I never had cause to. But I guess if you want to follow me over there, I'm at Cyclonus, but the S is replaced with a five because there's some fucking asshole <laughs> squatting on Cyclonus. Are they using it? No, they aren't. Oh, that's I've awful. checked. I've checked. You do trust me. I have checked. At least write it, you asshole. At least write it, you asshole. Um, but yeah, we are at at Prime Cut Spot on Twitter. Hey, join the Discord. Uh, we we're gonna try to do some more Jackbox nights. Soon. We had a really fun Jackbox night. Yes. <laughs> last week. Look, job we also job. ranked. Oh, we yeah. also figured out what wine. <laughs> what wine each each Transformers Prime character would drink slash and or is. It was like, kind of unclear, but we did it. It's definitive, whatever it is. Yeah, it's it, whatever it is. The geniuses at the at the Discord have have locked it in. And of course, okay. after we finish this season and and a little bit of a holiday break in January, we will be watching Dark of the Moon at some point. Listen, the worst is behind us now. Yeah, that's true. God, Revenge of the Fallen was bad. I I won't I won't say it's only up from here because it goes up again and then down immediately. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> but... it's generally up, but not really like dramatically. Just have... kind of. I mean, the last night's pretty atrocious, but I'm excited to see it. I have never seen it before. I can't wait to see how bad it is. Yeah, it's bad. Well, until next time, I am going to. Uh, Gee attacked by Autobots in my very own base, miss every single shot I fire, and get my feet stuck to the floor and just kind of stand there like an idiot. I'm gonna make it rain. Make it acid rain. Transform and roll out. Peach. Peach. Transformers, the 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 Transformers